0: I am Justin Boyd. I am George Luna.
1: I want to live the life of a hustler.
0: I'm Frank of the Dazzle Mirage.
1: And we are the Watchers in the Basement.
0: <laughs> Frank, I would have bet a large amount of money that you're going to say Smiling Tiger, but yeah. <laughs>
2: that's what I was waiting for.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I lost. Um, <laughs> welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Watchers in the Basement. We are here today to talk about the third episode of a. Uh, falcon and the winter soldier an episode titled the power broker and uh this episode we're already at the halfway point of this show and so uh
1: that's so crazy
0: yeah i know Hello. i know it's it's going by fast yeah um i just want to get y'all's overall thoughts so far i mean well you know what, let, let's we'll say that for later let's talk about just this episode george what'd you think of like in broad strokes what'd you think about this episode
2: I love the beginning of it. I lo- I like that. Uh, the new Captain America got spit on. I think that was a highlight of the episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he did what I think everyone wanted to do to this guy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's it, it was a solid episode. I think it was uh, it was great. Kind of upset that the power broker. It's it titled the power broker, but we don't get to see who it is. And I guess we got two or did is it two two or three more episodes. Yeah. Okay. Did we? I don't know. I don't think it's who do you think it is?
1: Um, so, we're there's three more episodes left, George, to answer your first question okay, about that. Uh, there's theories out there, of course, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about it that the power broker, although in this episode he's referred to as he, he him, yeah. etc. Some people out there think that the pronouns are different, it could be she or her. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. later on in this episode. Um, yeah, so I agree with George. This was a great episode from start to finish. I mean, the, the story did progress greatly action. Um, John Walker got spit on, like George said, you know, fuck that guy. Um, but you know, it is what it is for him. This, I love seeing a different side of Zemo in a way, you know, we, we got to know a lot more about him and, I'm I'm very curious as to how his alliance with uh, Bucky and Sam are gonna, you know, go forth. Frank, what did you think?
3: I, again, Marvel just keeps impressing me with these with, with this great story arc and, and this character development. Um, I'm a slight bit concerned because like with only three episodes left, it's like how you gonna explain the power broker storyline. Bucky's storyline of like him trying to get through what he's going through, being an ex-soldier, and then Sam with with the shield trying to get that back from you know uh John Walker. It's it's a lot left to un, to unveil, so I'm hoping it's not rushed. Uh, We're going through episodes left, but and the last episode was great. Uh, I, I love all the moving pieces. We, we finally got to see Madjipur, um come to light in, in the show, so I can't wait to see uh, what's more to come out of it.
0: Yeah, it was, it was an episode where we got a lot of characters. We got some uh, familiar faces returning, uh, some surprises. I wasn't expecting the character at the very end to show up. Um, but, you know, the, the thing about this episode, I was, after I watched it, like it was, there was so much fighting, a lot of action. And I was like, man, this, this kind of feels like a John Wick movie because there's even a part where, you know, where like uh, these bounty hunters are coming after the oh. you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I was like, man, that's such a John Wick thing. Well, it turns out the guy who wrote John Wick wrote this episode.
1: Yeah, I read that. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, bravo. it's
0: it's like, I was like, man, it just, it felt like John And then you see like, you know, okay, so Sharon Carter comes back. That was a big part of this episode. And Sharon Carter is a badass. She's like Black Widow times 10 or something. Like just, just killing dude. No, she's pretty, she's way- I think
1: she's, she's badass in her own right as, you know, a former- shield, you know, uh, agent, whatever, but I, I wouldn't put her on the same caliber as black widow. Just
0: she's way more violent though. She straight up killed like 10 dudes,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like just, you know, either triangle chokes or gunshots to the face or. You
1: know, stabbing,
0: st- stabbing them. Like she was yeah. brutal
1: yeah. and it,
0: it kind of reminds me, uh, you know, Emily van camp plays, uh, Sharon Carter and you know, her first kind of big role was on this show, revenge, revenge. It was on ABC. And her character was very much like Sharon Carter in that show. Mm -hmm. She's, she's basically a superhero. So if if you ever want to check out revenge, you'll like it. If you like superhero stuff, because it's, she's basically a superhero.
1: Yeah. My Um, mom was super into that show. And, and when we started watching all the, you know, Marvel Avengers, et cetera, she's like, oh, I've seen her before she's in revenge. She's brutal. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So yeah.
0: So George, what'd you think about uh, Sharon Carter? Uh, she, was,
2: she was a complete badass. Like, like you said, I was surprised to see this much like death and like a, like actual people getting shot and all that stuff because usually we don't really see like stuff like that in these movies and shows and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it was pretty, it felt like, exactly, it felt like a John Wick movie. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, the, the guy that wrote it, I think, it, it made it feel just like one of the movies. So yeah. I, I love that. She, like, yeah, she's a badass. I don't know if she is a power broker because I, I I don't think she is because she was on the phone with someone like after they killed that scientist. She's like, we got a problem. Like, mm-hmm. someone fucked up. So mm-hmm. I don't think she's the one running the shots.
0: I think it, it seems like yeah, it seems like she works for the power broker. She definitely yeah. knows who the power broker is. Exactly. Um, that was pretty I agree. clear. But it, I think the way she just kind of kill people kind of shows that maybe there's an evil side to her because we don't see the marvel heroes just murk people like that you know what i mm-hmm. mean like just gunshots to the face like just brutal killings like it's nothing so exactly.
1: Uh, i wonder you- i wonder if if aunt peggy was still around what she'd have to say <laughs> about this yeah damn <laughs>
0: So Frank, what'd you think about the action from uh, Sharon Carter?
3: I loved it. I loved it. Um, I think the action really, without diving too much into her story in episode three, it really explains what she's went through the last eight, five or seven years since, uh, since civil war. Like she's the enemy of the state and she's a sworn, like she can't come back to America. So with that being said, she's a target. And I think with the, you know, once the bounty was set on, Falcon so a soldier you know she's housing them and like protecting them so she's gonna have to kill in order to in order to uh you know protect them and herself like Magport is a lawless island like there's no laws in, in Magiport. so it's kind of like if you live there you have to adapt to the to the lifestyle uh, of that island and if you don't you die so I, I think I think her story are really explained just from the action of what she's been through and, and what she had to adapt in order
0: to survive yeah. And you know, you, you talk about Madripoor. And we're going to talk more about that in a little bit. But how the characters got to Madripoor was because they, well, the Winter Soldier broke out Zemo from prison. So let's talk about Zemo. Like he, you know, another big character from the episode. We he's made his uh, his Falcon and Winter Soldier debut. Uh, Brittany, you're celebrating. What did you think about the return of uh, Daniel Bruhl as a uh, as Baron Baron Zemo?
1: Listen, I absolutely love Daniel Bruhl as an actor. I think he's multifaceted, and and he just delivers in whatever character he's in. I I said it last week in our pod about he was going to at least attempt to say the words to reactivate the Winter Soldier, and he did. <laughs> I'm very yeah. I'm very happy. I called that one. Um, but I I really enjoyed the the conversation between him and Bucky about. Um, you know, this there's super soldiers out there. Bucky's desperate enough to come to Zemo because obviously Zemo was so obsessed with Hydra. And and then you kind of fast forward to a scene where Bucky and Sam are in a garage, which is almost like a callback to Sam and Cap when they first got Bucky um, in, in Civil War. Uh, so nice little Easter egg nods kind of there. Um, but the fact that, let me, can I run a hypothetical through you, you know, Bucky says sure. to Sam about, you know, uh, let's, let's break Zemo out of here. And he goes into this whole, you know, step-by-step step and, and as Bucky's explaining it, you actually see Zemo doing the exact thing that Bucky's describing, you know, uh, instigating a prison prisoner fight and all all hell breaking loose and Zemo's just like casually walking out of there you know again Zemo if you call back to civil war what little we did hear about him you know he was um in the Sokovian military so he's very skilled he's very I think very intelligent obviously because he was able to you know track down hydra personnel to ultimately deactivate the winter soldier program so I, I, again, I'm so excited to see Zemo again, not only because it's Daniel Rule, but just what's going to happen between these two different types of um, heroes, if you will, you know, because we see that Zemo is reading a Machiavelli book um, and the ideology behind uh, how the world should be, you know, and he's a very big believer. He, he has a code, you know, as Bucky says. So I think, you know, right now, Things will work out okay between Sam Bucky and Zemo, but I think it's going to go sideways probably in the next episode or so.
0: Yeah. And you know something about this that I was surprised by. We saw Zemo, we saw him with the purple mask. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that, but I didn't know that Zemo was rich. Mm-hmm. Like Zemo is like Bruce Wayne rich over in uh <laughs> from Sokovia, you know, yeah. like he's that's his superpower. And he's also just like Sharon Carter, he's like I guess like everybody, if you're on a Marvel movie, you know, MMA or something like you're just (laughs) like you're, that's a requirement to be on the set.
1: Um,
0: it was kind of cool to see him take part in the, in the battle. Um, Mm -hmm. let's talk about the interactions between Bucky, Sam and, and, and Zemo, like whether it be on the plane, uh, you know, after you know, fighting through these like ship containers or whatever, like it's, it's weird to me, like, or it's not weird, but it's just like, they had a really great kind of like buddy cop chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like he was talking about Marvin gay music and, you know, you know, fashion and stuff like that. You know, it's just, I was surprised at how like how funny they made that character because obviously you know in civil war he's not funny at all you know he's actually very mm-hmm. successful at what he at what his plan was and then to me it's like they've almost made a character where i mean i agree with you Brittany. i think down the road he's definitely you know maybe the next episode he might turn against him mm-hmm. but it seems like he's like part of the avengers crew you know what i mean right i mean did you even what what's even- you think about that george Go ahead, Brittany, what were you saying?
1: I was just going to say, even from the get-go, when he, when he walked into the garage and Sam and Bucky were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, if I may, and, and they both told him, shut up, you know, like, don't, don't start. It's like, apologies, you know, just, yeah, <laughs> that from the get-go was like, oh, he's going to be funny. George, go ahead.
2: No, nah, he, he, I think he was a, played a great role in this, this, uh, this episode, it, definitely comic relief in some of, in some instances, uh. But I think he is going to betray them, Jay, to yeah. to your point. And then I, we don't know what's what's his motive is or why he killed that one doctor, Dr. Nagel or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. but he killed them for a reason. And we still aren't really sure why, but uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to find out very soon, but he's definitely going to betray them somehow.
0: Yeah. And we learned in this episode that Dr. Nagel was the only – other doctor to successfully mm-hmm. basically replicate the super soldier serum yeah and we learned that he created 20 vials and that carly uh morgenthal and the flag smasher stole them so yeah. and I, and I think at some point they mentioned that i think that like there's like, like 12 vials left or eight I, there was some kind of 12 8 math in there i don't okay. know if y'all, if y'all heard that but it seems like they were saying that like you know, maybe they had 12 people that have taken them, so there's eight left.
2: Or so they could have been in
0: the lab and they could have stole it. No, I mean, I mean, like she'd already stolen the, the I know, serum. I mean
2: like w- before they exploded it because they zoomed in on a vial on one of the shots. There was a whole thing,
0: they did. <laughs> I, I don't know who grabbed that. Frank, go ahead.
2: We don't know. I think Baron is
0: this, this this is this is a stretch, but I think
3: Barron stole maybe one or two of those vials and. I think he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna use that as a as a trading chip to either John Walker or somebody else to create hate, to create havoc, because make no make, make no mistakes. Even though this is a temporary alliance between Zemo and Falcon and Winter Soldier, he's he's dropping like little jabs here and there about how he hates the Avengers and how There's, there's even a scene where while they get on the plane, Falcon and Winter Soldier and, and his butler is like he he, he says in, in Sokovia and like make sure that the food doesn't sp- pass the smell test or. Whatever, like he, he basically gives him like bad smelling food. Yeah. He mentions how his friends destroyed Sokovia. Like there's still bad blood there. Um uh between between the Avengers and uh and Baron. And I, I feel like he's gonna cause more havoc um before it's all said and done.
2: Yo, where the fuck did he get that gun from though? Cause he was like walking around like he knew where the where everything was and he found a gun under the the desk. Like, how do he know to look there?
0: Yeah, good I, good question. Yeah. I,
1: I feel like I feel like it's just one of those things that like, if you're doing something that, you know, is off the books or it's it's illegal or it's something really shady. I mean, you're, you're going to do whatever it takes to protect, you know, your work and yourself. So I I just, it's, I don't know. It sounds pretty standard maybe that, you know, no different when you go into a pawn shop or hell when, when Cap first walked into that antique store uh, so that he could receive the super soldier serum there was like you know a gun underneath the desk where that old lady stood so i mean i don't know i think it's just like a simple practice the fact that
2: he was already snooping around and looking at stuff makes me believe that he probably did steal a couple of those vials
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so, that so. makes sense so that do you do y'all think there's more than 20 vials left in the world or does that seem like a low number to me
2: yeah it is i don't know why they'd only make that many if it was maybe it was too difficult or something but I don't know.
0: Maybe he's he was lying. I, yeah, I I think he was. I mean, given the fact that like you know, he he mentions the American test subject which he's talking mm-hmm. about Isaiah Bradley, yep. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like given Isaiah's like stage in life that the blood sample was taken 30 years ago or more. Maybe not, but that's what it seems like to me. It seems like he's been living in Baltimore for a long time. Yeah. You know, free of hydra or the government or whatever so i i do wonder like you know has i can't imagine this guy if he's able to replicate the super soldier serum that they wouldn't like train 10 more people to do the same thing and that that way they can always continue with this
2: but you bring up a good point jay that because it was 30 years ago maybe they only had like a finite amount of his blood and then that's the only reason they could make so little
0: that's, that's, that's very good. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably it. Honestly, that's probably the reason. So and,
3: they, yeah. and not just, and not just that. I mean, from what we, from what we've gathered throughout the MCU, especially in the, in the TV shows to the movies, there's only been one other successful guy Earth So think about all the, think about all the different sciences that shield slash Hydra, slash other entities have tried to replicate it and they just couldn't do it. So to try to, to try to train somebody to do it is, it's probably gonna be highly unlikely because you're gonna you need a big brain to be able to, to not only try to get it done, but make, it, make, it sure, make, make sure that it's successful. Because even in, in, in Hurricane, I was a Hurricane Hulk, an in Incredible Hulk, <laughs> when, they, when they gave uh, old buddy the, uh, the, the vial, um, the serum, it was mutated. And so so just think about all the different types of mutations, all the previous scientists have had with the serum. And to have only two scientists in the last what eighty years to get this down and get this done right—that shows you the 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 uh, the the degree of difficulty in, 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 in like executing this uh, serum.
1: Well, yeah. not only not only that, I mean, Dr. Nagel had said that he his serum wasn't going to you know jack up your body or you know create like these you know really extravagant mm-hmm. type of skill sets. It was going to be subtle. It was going to be you know, I guess.
0: Well, i think animal. he meant it would be undetectable like you could give it All to right, a, right. A, yeah. a, like yeah. like the flag smashers for the most part are kind of normal looking people yep. even though they're right. super strength they're not jacked up
1: right. metal middle-armed
0: people yeah
1: right yeah and so i think that was i'm sure to even just to get that you know uh concoction just so that way you're not you know getting ripped and you know whatever Boo. so why, why sh- do you want
2: it if you can't get ripped <laughs> Yeah, Listen, exactly. I, just,
1: I just got my first dose for the COVID vaccine, and I was like Super Soldier Serum. They're like, Nah. I'm like, Fuck.
0: <laughs> that would not be free.
1: I got, some, free. <laughs> I got so, some people's asses I need to kick, so you know.
3: <laughs> so I want I want to go back to Madripoor real quick before we yeah, before sure. we proceed. Um, so there there are a lot of Easter eggs in this in this Madripoor scene. So when you walk in, there's a there's a there's a sign. The uh, I think it's, I think it's the Easter. No, the princess, the princess something, and in Madripoor in the comic books, that was called owned by Patch, and Tiger, which is a and Patch is the alias for Wolverine. Now Wolverine is very very popular in Magipur. Like He did he did a lot of business in poor He was a he was in a he was a he was like an assassin in Madripoor and low and in, in the low area of Magipore. But one thing I want to bring up, which I think we could get Wolverine. Wolverine sighting if not in this series some somewhere soon. So Wolverine met his his first wife Itsu in Japan um and she was pregnant with with Wolverine's first child Dakin which is he's a he's similar to Wolverine in the comic books. Guess who killed Wolverine's pregnant wife in the comic books? The Winter Soldier? Exactly. The Winter Soldier killed his pregnant wife in order to try to return him back to Magippor so I don't know. I don't know if that's a sign of like Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine sighting pretty soon, but that's that's that That'd seems, be crazy. Yeah, that's very that's very coincidental and and poignant to like have Magpapor have the the emblem of the bar that he that Wolverine co-owned and then on the same on the same city and because Winter Soldier and Wolverine have a deep history in the comic books together. So. And it'll be it'll be great if we see a Logan or 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 it's on that on that list in, in that real book that that uh that Winter Soldier have. I'm gonna flip my shit because <laughs> that's <laughs> that would be that would be so dope to, to introduce him somehow in, in that form of fashion. Yeah, okay. right.
1: Be- because the fact that you know Disney now owns 20th Century Fox, now they can really widen their uh, their world, you know, to incorporate that of you know X Men and and you know this this really is a a really good first attempt. You know, cuz we kind of we kind of felt we were getting it with WandaVision, you know, with with the uh uh surprises kind of and stuff. Surprises with of of their quicksilver, you know, from from X-Men, Correct. you know, we thought okay, this So I think Marvel is just really planting those seeds of we we're, we're eventually going to get more um and by more I mean X-Men. So that's going to be pretty cool.
2: I'm not even getting my hopes up, dude. I don't think that's gonna happen. This no, not in not in this series. Not, not in this series, happen.
1: no. I think uh, down the line, like yeah, either other series or in. I think
2: it's just because it showed Madripoor for the first time on like the TV screen that they're gonna. That's the only reason they they yeah. dropped that Easter egg. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the shows, like Frank said, I think planting the seeds is like that's kind of what these shows are are for for the big overarching things but mm-hmm. i do want to point out that remember this show was supposed to be the first show that was going mm-hmm. to be released now because mm-hmm. of you know covid and the pandemic like it didn't happen so right in my mind like hey if you're going to start off something new with these marvel studios tv shows if you're doing do something big you're probably gonna do it in the first one so you can hook people and you know like make them go oh wow i have to have disney plus now forever because i love this this content they're gonna give me more of it so I, yeah I'm, I'm not getting my hopes up either because obviously in wandavision we you know we theorized like crazy and we had magneto and yep uh mephisto who i don't even i still don't really know who that is and like all these you know crazy characters from the comic books that you know they didn't they didn't show up so
1: that's okay there's more content coming our way <laughs>
0: there's a lot of content um but frank i was gonna ask you a little bit more about madrifor um so so what else can you tell us about this uh, fictitious island in the in, in in Indonesia?
3: Yeah, so it's basically so like the show said last week it was basically found by pirates in the 1800s and it's just it's a lawless island. It's just it, there's no there's no rules. Um, a lot of mercenaries go through there um, when the and one of the '80s vert and one of the '80s issues, the X Men were thought to be dead, so Wolverine um, left America to go to Madripoor to kind of like find himself and 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 doing and during that during that time, you see a lot of you see a lot of heroes and, and mercenaries go through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America had a run in with Cross with, with Crossbones in and Madripoor as well. So there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of different characters who who came through there. Wolverine's son, Dakin, took over took over poor for a little bit as we're doing the Dark Avengers issues. Um, so, uh, so a lot of these characters are are X Men based characters. So, um, if if they if they're gonna bring if they're gonna find a way to bring them in, then that would be a great way of bringing them in either through that or say there's a multiverse clash and Doctor Strange two to where a lot of these characters start showing up in poor. But it's it basically it was basically a battleground uh, for a lot of violence, a lot of a lot of mercenaries come through to get their jobs and 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 to find themselves at the same time too.
1: Yeah, and that's, plot that's, twist. That's
0: re- What's that? Go
3: ahead.
1: Plot plot twist. What if one of the X Men is the power broker?
3: That I'm would saying. be dope. <laughs>
1: that, would, that would
3: be dope. No, that, but that's 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 very possible because it, it seems like it seems like the power broker's name reigns through Magipore you know, yeah. in High City and Low City. So that that will be what well, Wolverine. We, we don't we, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be it could it could be a, a, um, a X-Men character or, or somebody from the Fox properties, which mm-hmm. I think will be a great way to to merge a lot of these different heroes. And
1: yeah. we
3: still don't we still don't we still don't know what happened after Endgame with the Infinity Stones being uh, bringing brought in and taken back. You, you, you kind of see, you kind of see some h- highlights in the Loki trailer about how they want to mm-hmm. fit a lot of the timelines. You never know; like, there could be multiple timelines out there, multiple multiverses out there due to the due to either Loki with the with the tesseract or Captain America putting back the stones and in, in the right places after Endgame. So, we just got to wait and see.
0: Yeah, we do. Good point. Uh, George. Do you have any thoughts on who you think the power broker might be?
2: I don't, bet I'm not going to get my hopes up and say it's one of that I'm like x-men universe or whatever but i have i have no idea um i'm not sure
0: yeah i'm in the same boat i know the power broker is a character from the comics but i'm not familiar i mean obviously i think that person is just known for that so um i think it would be it would be you know cool for them to you know put a character that we know as that as that character but i think they'll probably stick closer to the comics that's just my guess i think so
1: I liked Frank's theory about you know uh General Ross, you know, kind of
2: oh yeah. Do you still believe that, Frank? Yeah, I
3: do. Because okay. even when what's the sound of his name? Nagel? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah Nagel. Yeah. Yeah, he even, he even said himself when you explain to those guys that hey, I I work close with the CIA. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would he say that? Like, I don't think why would he lie about that? I feel like somebody in the CIA and General Ross is what is he, is he the defense secretary at this point, at this point? Well during Civil War, I think he was he was Defense Secretary, I believe. But I believe it's something that we've seen before in the in, in the MCU that's that's run as running, um, the scenes and, and even in Black Widow, we see we see um we see him, General Ross. I think it's a CGI a, a de version of him, and in Black Widow as well. I, I feel like that I feel like he's a part of this because he he's had a running with the with the uh with well, a version of this, of this of the super soldier serum before, even though it was a a very messed up version of it that mutated one of his uh, soldiers into a um, abomination. Validation? Yeah, yeah, but I think I think he has something to do with it. I really do.
1: So I also want to throw this out here because of the CIA affiliation. Sharon Carter, after she you know Shield went under, went to go work for the CIA. Um, we saw that at the end of I believe. Uh, captain america winter soldier right, right. and i believe that, funny enough another ross agent ross uh, played by martin freeman does he too not work for the cia think about it i'm pretty sure he's affiliated he does.
3: he does yeah so
1: you know was he aware of you know what was going on you know and the the theory i, I understand the theory of people believing that Sharon Carter could be the power broker, if not like working for the power broker, because again, you just said it about the CIA. She's obviously been on the run for, you know, many years, who knows how long she's actually been in Madripoor. Um, but she's done well for herself. You know, she's living the life of a hustler and, you know, uh, doing what she's got to do to survive. Um, and she has a lot of animosity, animosity towards like the Avenger, maybe not not the Avengers directly, but just believing in the whole hero and uh, you know she cool. she said it the hypocrisy of it all.
0: Yeah, she said the hero. She's like the superhero thing's bullshit. You all know that, or you should mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. How she's definitely you know I mean she looks like like well they turned their back on me and so you know. Mm-hmm.
2: I love I love how Falcon basically tried to convince her that they would pardon him. They like they fucking pardon this guy and. Right. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, you should be, you should be fine. No. But
3: Zemo Zemo said something too, Zemo said something as well that was true, that kind of coincided with what Sharon was saying about by heroes, especially American super soldiers. He yeah. said that when Americans, when Americans really put people on pedestals, especially super enhanced people, we, we kind of forget their flaws
1: mm-hmm. and their flaws
3: can sometimes be their downfall. Talk about Captain America yeah. and um and that that kind of goes back to the whole hypocrisy thing about how we how we condemn regular people but like guys that we idolize the avengers super soldiers uh, who, who do good we don't we kind of like ignore their flaws and how their flaws could be to their detriment yeah. so i mean i like zemo because as complex as he is he's not entirely wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to the the cult hero of the american super superhero so mm-hmm. um i mean and and you know if you if you lost your family and your, and your country not just your family your country because <laughs> mm-hmm. of because of a, of a global spat with superheroes and villains you're gonna be you're gonna be feeling salty too yeah so I, I i don't blame zemo for feeling the way he's feeling so yeah
2: i just want to yeah. say that zemo was badass when they were they had that party and he was dancing in the club
0: yep
1: <laughs> yo they can party it up in madripoor i'm like
0: well, he How could, can yeah. I get there. You know, <laughs> you know, speaking of Zemo, the title of this episode was called The Power Broker. It was really a missed opportunity. It could have been called Finding Zemo. Just saying.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, we found Zemo very good.
0: quickly, very quickly in the episode. Yeah. Um, I had to make a joke. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> Are
1: you trying to meet a like- quota per episode? Yeah, I,
0: I have a quota. I have a joke. <laughs> okay every eight minutes i have to make a joke did anyone else think it was
2: like super easy for him to break out of jail it was way too easy way too easy why did it take him this long to do it if that's all you had to do i
1: don't know you know so quickly going back to that you know when he he showed bucky the book that he's reading the, the machiavelli book and he opened you know to i guess where he was i don't know if there was like a little card or a little like yeah, bookmark like, type thing. Yeah. I was like, "What the what the hell is that?" You know, that wasn't the same thing that Bucky passed on to one of the prisoners that that said, "You know, he will kill you tonight," referring to the prisoner across yeah. from him. I'm like, "What is that? What is there? Is that?" I think a it's TV? an access
3: badge. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked like a look like an access badge to get out. Okay. Yeah, because like it, it was that scene was led to believe that Bucky put it there. That's why. Mm. That's what Bucky asked him what he was reading to give yeah. him a clue to open the book. Yeah, without yeah. surveillance, you know, showing that he, he was giving him a clue. Ah,
2: that's smart. How does to give him a book though?
3: He's exactly. he, he's an operative, like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, and he's been around ninety years. Like, he, he, I'm sure he has his ways. Yeah. Okay. No, I,
1: but yeah, it, it for sure was way too easy. It's like everything was just like working like clockwork, you know, and it's like. Who really came up with this plan? Was it Bucky? Has he been planning this, you it, know, for
2: It had to be, right? Like Or cause... was it Zemo
1: and it's like, "Hey, do this and then I I'll take care of everything." I don't else.
2: think so, cuz Zemo like he had so many Imagine during the blip, like I'm sure a lot of those guards died. That would have been a perfect time to try and escape.
1: <laughs> but we don't know I, if Zemo excellent was in the blip point. or not.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah, he could, yeah, we don't know.
0: I think he I, I don't think he was because I think I think he would have mentioned it. Mm. you know what because, i mean yeah
2: he, that, that that would have been a huge part yeah yeah, yeah.
0: because the doctor mentioned that dr nagel he mentioned that he was blipped or you know he said
2: turn to know, dust i was
0: working on this yeah. till turn to dust five years ago or for five okay. years or whatever yeah. so um yeah, it's yeah. interesting that's a really interesting point yeah you think that the blip would be a perfect time to exactly. for anarchy to rule yeah so
1: damn you thanos <laughs>
0: What did y'all think about? I thought this was a pretty interesting exchange uh, in the show. Um, Sam's talking about the shield. He's saying like he's like you know instead of giving it back, what I should have done I should have just destroyed it. And then Bucky kind of says you know that shield that means a lot to me it means a lot to a lot of people. He's like he's like what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the shield from Walker myself. W- what do y'all see happening with the shield? I mean I think eventually Sam's going to get it back, but. You do. Do we see Sam and Bucky face off for the shield? Do we see does Winter Soldier not survive? Does Walker kill him? I mean, like, I, there's a lot of things that could happen with that. I think and I think that's meant to be like a big thing that's coming. So, yeah, I, that's I mean, that's a, that's a good question. I, I, I do believe in some
3: form or fashion, um, Winter Soldier gets it off of John Walker, and I think John and result of John Walker being overpowered, he probably cuts a deal with somebody to get the super soldier sort of serum to level the playing field. That's why I think. Because because we do see in the trailer, eventually, I mean, Falcon does get the, the shield back. And I right. think there's gonna be repercussions for that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that, because um, Frank, correct me if I'm wrong, but at some point, both Bucky and Sam become Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think if they were able to acquire the shield again i think it's maybe more of like a shared mantle maybe not actual like a one person's defined as captain america but like what the shield represents because there's this this constant theme about icons and and symbols and things like that and and just how much they mean to people and obviously for bucky rightfully so you know you're talking about steve rogers his best friend long before he became Captain America and, you know, how that, that symbol of the shield, you know, carried throughout the years. And obviously for Sam, you know, he became, you know, caps, you know, right-hand man, if you will, um, in, in later years. So, um, I think I want to say it's going to be more of a shared type of, you know, mantle. So you think
0: it's going to be co-captain America? (laughs) America.
1: Has it already been eight minutes? Damn. It, no.
0: no. <laughs> I had to bump it up a few minutes. Um, there you go. George, what do you think about that? What do you think was going to happen with Sam and Bucky in the shield?
2: Yeah, I'm, I don't know if they're going to share it. I mean, I feel, I feel like it, he gave it to Sam for a reason, man. Like, yeah. let, I, I'm sure he'll come to that realization of like, okay, this is what I should be doing. Like, I can do this. Like, I don't know. He's going to come to some type of realization. And I don't know what's going to happen with Bucky. I do. Have a...
0: who
1: knows i hope not good lord i hope not i do have a question though how would one destroy vibranium has that ever been discussed just out of curiosity well, yeah. i mean it, thanos it, has torn up well, the yeah, shield he, a couple yeah.
0: of times
2: yeah he literally hit the shit out of him and just cut in half
1: yeah. yeah but thanos doesn't exist anymore Oh, no, that's, that's true that's so. true we'll
3: it have have to be some out of it would have to, it would have to be some element that's not on the periodic table that's some, some, some out of space that can destroy vibranium. That's mm-hmm. you know, no, nothing on that, nothing in the Marvel MCU on that planet can destroy vibranium.
0: Gotcha. Out of the, out of
3: space element.
0: You know, it, speaking of vibranium, that's, that's a perfect segue to the end of the episode where, uh, yeah. we get a member of, of Wakanda. Uh, AO is there and she meets up with the Winter Soldier and she's looking for Zemo. Because Zemo's free, because as we saw in uh, Captain America: uh, Civil War, uh, Zemo basically is the one who killed uh, King T'Chaka.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I'll be, I'll be, I'll ask for y'all's reaction, but I just want to say first off, I was like pretty stunned that they were bringing in Black Panther characters into this show. What do y- what y'all think? I'll go Brittany first. What do you think, Brittany?
1: Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised at all just because well because think of the previous episode with the you know oh you spend your time in wakanda and you you're the yeah you're the white whatever joke was white wolf or white white wolf white panther it's like actually it's white wolf and it's like huh so that to me kind of was like okay are they are are they going to incorporate more of wakanda you know that kind of thing um and then obviously seeing the kamoyo beads you know randomly throughout um uh throughout the the street excuse me um and somehow Bucky either you know he can just see them clearly or hear them clearly I have no idea how he's able to you know identify them because hell I wouldn't have been able to um but that in itself was just like a really cool cool uh, way to bring in you know Wakanda so I, I'm so excited how they're going to incorporate um uh, say her name one more time for me Ayo
0: because A-O. Yeah. A-O,
1: uh, <laughs> she's, she's like someone you don't want to fuck with yeah. I mean even in civil war when when they were taking T'Challa out from you know the imprisonment and and Romanoff is in front of the car and she, Ao comes up to her and she's like move and it's like Ooh, like they're gonna fight <laughs> so it was to me it was really cool I'm excited to see what happens George
2: so I thought it was badass that we get to see someone from the blank Black Panther uh, universe from Wakanda. And uh, so I'm pretty sure they're pissed that Zemo oh. is out. And they're probably, Bucky's probably going to have to explain to himself since he has some type of connection with them. Like, why the fuck he did that? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as we know, like, in the Black Panther movie, they went after that dude that, uh, what was his name, Frank? The, Claw. Uh, they they try to catch that motherfucker for mm-hmm. for that. So of course they're gonna go after someone who killed the uh, king T'Chaka. So uh, hopefully they're understanding. And the we'll, Wakandans
1: we'll, send their regards. Sorry.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they say. But uh, Frank, what did you think? I know you were excited.
3: I was. You know what? I actually, I was talking to my cousin about this in episode two when they showed the end of Zemo you know the, the the last the last uh image of him before the episode ended and I was to my cousin like watch watch a show up i I was in the Koye. so oh, wow. i was i was I was in the I was in the realm so when when uh, when, when she showed up, I was like, okay, okay, I could dig it. I could dig it she, she she's a badass too. um I mean, the chickens come, the chickens are come on the roost. you have to you gotta explain breaking out a guy who killed the king of of a country you can't. And I'm surprised Bucky didn't think about this. You spent time in Wakanda, whether it was in, in suspension, yeah. uh, under ice, hyperbaric sleep. You know that what this what this guy did to that mm-hmm. country. So you have to explain that. So I I cannot wait to see what he's going to say, and how you know the country of Wakanda is going to respond to. You you can in theory you know Bucky's betrayal. <laughs>
2: They're going to mm-hmm. take his arm back, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see what bucky needs to do because obviously the wakandans they create vibranium so he's like hey you make me a shield and i'll give you zemo it's it's just a Uh, trade there you go that's easy it's the barter economy i mean it's madripoor too like i mean i'm sure like it's, it's how business is done you know what i mean like
1: so i'm i'm very curious as to how they would have found out where to even find bucky Uh, because the fact that they're traveling all over, you know, Eastern and and Central Europe um, and Wakanda is obviously on a different continent. Uh, The fact that, you know, they're at the right place, right time kind of thing. It's like, who's keeping them informed? How are they, you know, it's like the whole vision thing again, you know, how the fuck are they tracking someone? There has to be a
2: GPS tracker on that fucking arm, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, but then I started thinking about it. So when they're in uh i guess it's the brass monkey bar or the princess mm-hmm. bar um earlier and in zemo tells uh, winter soldier to attack that everyone's just like whipped out their phones and uh, taking yeah, you know too. video yeah. pictures whatever and i'm thinking and when i saw that i'm like oh no because my first thing was he's just been pardoned and he can't be doing like illegal things or hurting people as part of his pardon so I'm thinking oh there's a, there's gonna be some repercussions for Bucky like Definitely. when and if he comes back so mm-hmm. then I thought maybe that's how the Wakandans found out but I think you're right George I like the whole they've got GPS on his fucking arm it's Like
2: I mean they, and plus they're like so advanced a civilization of course they can find anyone yeah. in the world they fucking wanted to yeah
1: like, that's true so,
3: like literally the beginning of Black, Black Panther I think it takes what well, took place a couple of weeks after Chitaka died yeah. like mm-hmm. Chachala is sitting there and and like Watching eighty different screens of things that's going on around the world, <laughs> exactly. while, you know, ride right to his father's funeral. I'm like, dude, what kind of no game? Yeah, so yeah. They, they probably got satellites on top of satellites on top of satellites. And exactly. like, like, yeah, America wanted some of, some of the technology because it was so far advanced in the mm-hmm. rest of the world. So,
0: my my last question about this part of the show is, do y'all think they will reference Black Panther at all? I don't they, think so. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. No. You know, I wonder because a lot of this show was shot before the pandemic. So, I wonder if they had to change certain things because of They did. Chadwick's death. Yeah. Oh,
2: not not because of that, but they changed stuff because of the pandemic. Of the pandemic. You can yeah, they tell did. they did voiceovers yeah. over like there was a certain scene where she we go and see that girl's grandma or whoever the fuck that was. Okay. There's a there's a voice talking in the background saying like to go over and she can come in or whatever. And apparently I watched a, a video and it said that it's it's a voiceover because they had to redo all the stuff. And when she was wearing a hoodie, it's because her hair is different than what was in the show. Yeah. And then, one the, scene, so, and then the, the the other scene where Dr. Nagel's talking, as soon as he's talking, it cuts to another angle and you can't see him talk. So it's voiced over.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's a
2: lot of stuff in that. They had to reshoot. And I don't yeah. understand why they didn't just let it happen, because
3: they they wouldn't they wouldn't be insensitive to what's going on in the pandemic because it it, even, made really, no
2: sense,
3: even with the vaccines that uh Carly and the super soldier the, the the flash took, they kind of they never really referenced it again after episode two. Yeah. Because of because of what's going on with the, with COVID. So that it kinda, they kind of made it
2: that would have made it so much more realistic.
3: <laughs> it would have, but I think I think Disney just wants to avoid any type of like, you know, any type of drama with, with what's going on in the real world. People's their lives over there, you know, over COVID. So yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. time to be safe.
1: I do want to quickly just, uh, and just I don't know if this is part of your script, but the fact that John Walker having uh, at the very end of the episode, having gone to the prison where Zemo was being held in Germany and basically, you know, it's going to be off the books. They're going to go and pin, you know, pin everything on Falcon and, and the winter soldier um having broken uh, zemo out and he's like you know if we're doing the thing like they're not going to ask how you know we came to this conclusion like so they're going to be dirty obviously so
3: but you know what though i i i see i see a potential um clash between better Battist- better star and uh and john because so? right, right when that happened john was i mean Battlestar was like we're not gonna talk to langley about this like he's He's, yeah. he's he still wants to be by the book, and yeah. John's John has kind of going off the rails a little bit, and I, I can say I can see that he's hesitating. I mean, in mm-hmm. the friends, I I can see him, I can see him going rogue and trying to go back and help Falcon and Soldier after seeing John go off the rails a little
1: bit. Well, and even too like at the beginning when when the new Captain America and Battlestar show up to the uh, civilian hideout for you know Carly in the previous episode um you know what after the dude spits on on john walker and, and he gets all you know mad real quick like do you know who i am it's like i'm like okay joffrey calm down you know like this is <laughs> calm the fuck down cap the real captain america wouldn't have done this so yeah I, I do i do agree that obviously it goes without saying john walker is just not the person to be captain america but i do under- see where you're coming from about the clash between you know, one wanting to do it by the book and then one wanting to do the job and, you know, do it by whatever means necessary. So it's going to be interesting.
3: It's and be and really here's interesting. my thing. I know it might be minor to a lot of people, but if you're supposed to be taking up the matter of Captain America, you're not You're not bilingual or trilingual. You can't speak anything else but English. Like he had to call Battlestar to come speak German to, to, mm-hmm. to this guy. Like, right. I'm just saying, man, Captain America was most, was, he knew a lot of languages outside of English. And for you to... Charlie Mantle I want to speak one language. That kind of shows your your, your lack of versatility.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, Zemo could even be Captain America. He knows a lot of languages.
3: <laughs> and got bread. He could be Captain America and Tony Stark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he could fund the Avengers Initiative.
3: All right. <laughs> oh, here's, a, here's another thing. Zemo does um, create a super team called the Thunderbolts as well. So, during Civil War. So, I don't know there was a there was a
0: name.
1: That, is that an after Thunderbolt Ross?
0: Yes, it is. <sighs> are, but it, but isn't he isn't Ross like the leader or he's a founder or something like? He's a founder, but he but yeah. he funds he funds he funds he funds it. Okay, yeah, he funds them. Wow. So that
3: it's, it's it's too many like Thunderbolt Ross type of like yeah. things going on it's in a series for me. nothing he's not behind the scenes, you know, moving, you know, you know, move, moving the moving the uh. the the panels and stuff on Mm -hmm. here.
1: I like that theory more and more that we talk about this. I really do like the theory that general Ross is probably going to be behind this some fashion.
0: I think it's either him or Ross from friends. One of the two, (laughs) I think you're going to get,
1: yeah, I mean,
0: seriously. (laughs) So um, do y'all have any other thoughts on the episode? before we move on
1: just a great episode i mean th- this episode i think it gets better with each episode I-, I definitely do feel that it progresses extremely well and it leaves you wanting more
2: <laughs> does it is it each episode like after this is it gonna be longer justin or like kind of like Wandavision was starting to get longer
0: you know i don't know because uh, besides the last Wandavision episode i think they were all kind of yeah the same. The same and this show's been the same. I think the first two were like 45, 47 minutes. The last episode was like 52 or 53. Yeah. But that's counting, you know, the seven or eight minute credits. So, I, I don't know. I, I I imagine they're probably going to be between 45 minutes and an hour, the rest of them.
3: I, I, need, Sam, I need Sam Wilson to step his game up. If you're going to be this covert guy, put your fucking phone on silent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, dog? you like,
2: idiot. Like what a- are you
3: doing, bro? Like seriously, like
2: you're you're in a
3: lawless island where they kill people for fun. You got your phone on vibrate. Like seriously.
2: Yeah, He's a- a, he, That was very stupid.
1: I gave him credit for checking a shot that had God Jeez. knows snake like guts snake guts in insides. Oh God,
2: snake yeah. juice. You ever see a uh, Parks and Rec? Any of you? Yeah, oh, I, I have. Yeah. Uh, you have. seen the that they have a drink called snake juice? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no. That's what he had—some snake juice.
1: <laughs>
0: that looked that looked brutal. Yeah, and uh, and also the smiling tiger thing. Like Frank, did you know anything about that? That reference to that character because they didn't really they didn't really say a whole lot about it. So
3: he's a yeah he's he's a mercenary in port but I, I don't remember exactly who he is or what he did. I should I should look that up, but yeah, he he was a mercenary back in the day, Majapore. Um, but I don't remember too much more.
1: Yeah. He's a fashion forward gentleman who Americans <laughs> perceive to be a pimp I so bad
3: and I, I, another famous battle that took place in Magic Poor was Wolverine and Silver, Silver Samurai. He was, mm. he, was a, he was he was a he was a Magic poor um, character that, that did a lot of killing and Wolverine Patch had to stop him aka Wolverine so yeah a lot of famous characters that come through Magic poor
1: Okay okay.
0: So that, I guess that wraps up our talk about the episode. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode four. Uh, but before we leave, we've got trailers to talk about. This week was like Trailer Park City. There were so many trailers that came out. There were, I mean, with, in the past, I don't know, what, like 10 days or maybe a week, there's been two of the Suicide Squad trailers. There was a Black Widow trailer, a Loki trailer, and a Space Jam, The New Legacy Trailer. So let's talk about these. What did y'all think about the the Suicide Squad trailers? There was a red band one, which is you know the uncensored one, and there was one that's was cut for like TV. I didn't what, see the red band one. Oh, you didn't? Okay.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't see that one either.
0: That was the first one that came out. The, okay. the, the, yeah.
3: It had like a million views the first like few hours. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to care about these characters. Um, <laughs> I really am trying. I just, I don't care. I don't care, and, <laughs> it just, and I know James Gunn is making it more racy and you know more spunky and more violent.
0: Entertaining, also. Yeah. More, yeah, more
3: entertaining. It's <laughs> just that man. The first one was so bad. It's just like I don't know if I can if I can forgive the first one for me to watch the second one, even though it's a new director. Um, I know Idris elbows in it. Is he playing Death Star or He's playing a whole different character. No,
0: it's Blood, blood sport. Bloodsport. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm. I might have to like pull a George and wait for you guys to like really like give it a yay or nay for me to really like watch it.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, see- the one good thing, it, it's gonna be on Disney. Uh, sorry, it's gonna be on HBO Max in August. So oh, it's gonna be one right, of those okay. like it's gonna be in theaters and on HBO Max at the same time. So.
2: Okay, that's good. Because I, I don't know if I'd pay to go to watch that at the movies. Uh but it looks funny like yeah I don't know. it seems like more like a comedy than like a actually i don't know i need to watch the red band trailer, i guess but also who is that shark guy because it reminds me of that cartoon i used to watch as a kid with the the fucking sharks the cartoon one yeah i know y'all mm. remember what it's called
1: i remember it the,
0: the character's name is king shark king and shark. he's voiced by uh sylvester stallone but, no way. You, you know, serious? but but it's like a, it's like a I am Groot kind of character where he only says you know he's he, he has a basic uh, vocabulary.
1: He only so, sings Baby Shark.
3: Right. And why does he, he have a dad bod in the trailer? He's like ripped in the comic books. Why does he have a dad bod in the trailer? I thought he was pretty big in the trailer. I didn't notice the dad. Bod yeah, he, has, like, he looks he looks so, like kind of out of shape. He's hunky, he's but talking like talking yeah.
1: about dad bods are hot these days. Oh my gosh. Oh,
2: okay. especially shark
3: dad bods. Right. <laughs> well, you find the out char- the fetishes I out- hear in these streets, man. No, no, that's
1: you have no. a shark
0: fetish? A
2: shark fetish.
1: Yes, <laughs> the fins.
0: Oh man. The character is in the he's in the animated series, the Harley Quinn series, which is, you know, very uh, very much a racy animated series with cussing and you know all kinds of stuff and extreme violence.
3: Love that series.
0: I've, I've watched a few episodes. I I'm, I'm going to finish it eventually, but it's really funny too. So mm-hmm. Um, Brittany, what are your thoughts about the Suicide Squad?
1: Couldn't care less. <laughs> okay. Of course.
0: Very succinct. I can, I can see the movie reviews right now. You know, like when they're showing the trailer, the trailer, they're like, Brittany Pacheco says, Couldn't, Couldn't care, care less. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Peter's, Peter Travers Rolling Stone, you know, a, a, a two hour thrill ride. Brittany Pacheco, couldn't care less. I just, uh, I just, I don't Not know. Impressed. <laughs> Not
1: impressed. But
0: it's like the trailer, the
3: trailer kind of shows that it's found the same, like, blueprint from the first one, like, these yeah. guys, these bad guys are going on yeah. this mission. They don't comply. But, they, they expose the explosive thing in their brain going to go off. It's like, hi, right, man, I get it. I saw it the first time. Right? You, can't, you can't make a difference yeah. on for this? I just,
0: but I mean, I that, saying, that like- is, that's the Suicide Squad, though, right? That, that's their whole, they're, they're bad people who are forced to do good whenever there's no good guys that can help, you know, that's kind of the idea. Of the, so
1: why of the, the need to basically redo this movie? I mean, I understood the whole justice league because of the Snyder cut. I, I understand that, you know, he was slated, he was working on it. And right. then, you know, tragedy happened in his family. He couldn't continue. I get that. Okay. So we got the cut that we should have gotten to begin with. Why do we need to redo a movie that was already bad? So it's not it's not
0: per se a redo it's it's kind it's of a basically
1: a redo. Well they added
0: the to the title it's The Suicide oh Squad. God. So it's completely different. <laughs> so that makes
1: different. all the difference in the world. Got it. Yeah. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. Okay. No, um it's kind of a
0: it's a sequel but it's a sequel that's meant to make people want to see more about the Suicide Squad because
1: not successful first, campaign. Yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. not. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, the first one made a lot of money, but like it was critically panned. And I mean, it's, it's an awful movie. It's an unwatchable movie. I think this one by bringing James Gunn in, it's like, you're, you're making it, you know, funny, you're making it more entertaining. There's going to be, you know, obviously we see King Shark. He eats a guy or bites a guy's head off in the, the red band trailer. Um, Are you they going to
1: John... have a Jaws theme? Dun, 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 dun. Probably
0: not, but who knows? You got John Cena in there doing jokes. He plays like a, I mean, he even said a a douchey Captain America as peacemaker or peacekeeper. It's either peace it's yeah. peacekeeper or peacemaker, one of the two. But he's he's going to have his own show on HBO Max
1: oh, based God, on that character. My. No one's going to really? see him. Jeez, sorry.
0: That was a scene joke. I got you. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm into it. I think it's. I think it looks fun. I think it looks. I think it's going to be entertaining. I mean. If it were in the th- like if it were only in the theaters, maybe I'd go see it, but I like the fact that it's not. I like the fact that it's on HBO Max. I'm definitely gonna watch it the day it comes out. And I'm looking forward to it. So uh
1: Oh goodness. Anyway,
0: let's move on. What did y'all think about the new Black Widow trailer?
3: I'll go to Frank first. No, that was dope. That that was dope. I kind of like how they they tie. Uh, all the Avengers movies and trailers into this movie as if this is the end. They they, they made it seem like it was everything was coming to a head and this yeah. is going to be the beginning of the end for the character, which I really, really liked. Um mm-hmm. I only saw the trailer once. I saw doing the basketball game last week, but from what I've from, from what I've seen it just makes me want to watch the movie even more. Like I want to see how these characters um play a part in the, in the in the MCU and I know I know one of those characters is gonna be in the Hawkeye series. I can't, I'm not sure which one. It might be it might be Black Widow's sister. I'm not sure. It's
0: I think she's gonna be the future Black Widow. I think that's what's okay. gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. It, the the actress's name is Florence Pugh. She's the yes. the blonde girl in the in the trailer. Yeah.
3: Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do want to see her story arc and I do wanna see I know this takes place after uh Civil War and before Infinity War. So I wanna see. I want to see if there's gonna be a mega red uh, um, uh, cameo in this. I know Taskmaster is the main villain, yeah. Um, but there's so many, in Black Widow's origin, there's so many different moving parts to an origin story, and just, I, I want to see which part they take from the comic books, because Wolverine trained her in the comic books. Like she's like a, she's uh, she's a super soldier in the comic books. So I want to see where her training comes from, even though it's, even though it's the origin of the movie. So. I'm 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 really interested to see what what which, which route they take.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: George, what do you think?
2: I haven't seen the trailer.
0: You <laughs> watched the trailer for Black Widow?
2: No,
3: I saw the oh,
0: first
2: wow. one. I haven't seen this the the new one. Mm. I'll, go, I'll go watch it right now. I'll watch that one in this. You game. should
0: watch it for the music alone. The music throughout the trailer is so epic. Like the way they like
1: it
0: is. It's like a slower down version of the Avengers theme, and it's nice. kind of meant to like.
1: But it's got like, vocals. It's yeah, it's got like, like a choir behind it. It's good. Like, Frank,
0: yeah, like Frank said, like it it shows kind of her story as a character. It Even shows where she's like dangling from the hand of Hawkeye in a an endgame. Yeah. So
1: it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome, honestly. All right.
0: uh, Brittany, Brittany, what about you?
1: I've been saying it for the longest. My girl needed to have her solo movie. It's finally gonna happen. I bought a shirt for this, and I will not wear it until <laughs> I watch the movie. I probably will pay the premium just to you know watch it ahead of time. um, Yeah, no, the, the trailer was great. I, I love the fact, you know, like you were saying, Justin, the, the tie-ins between like the different, you know, movies, um, the past movies that Black Widow has been a part of, you know, and, and you have her voiceover talking about, you know, g- gaining this family. And then we're going back to, you know, presumably her her family um, in this movie. And um, I'm very curious just to, find out are we going to find out what fucking happened in budapest I'm just i think saying. so okay yeah i heard that they were actually filming in budapest or something like that so i was like yay <laughs> we're gonna find out so um i don't know or, or
0: they they were in atlanta like all the other movies and they just made it
1: <laughs> exactly yeah exactly i'm good don't get me started on that one anyway but um no I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this movie you know scarlett johansson has played black widow for you know um, I say teen years, but it really hasn't been. She needs her solo movie. Come on, let's let's do it. Um, yeah. I'm like you said, the music was just phenomenal. I mean, sucker for any good score, and they they did it very very well for, for this trailer. Georgie you have to go check it out.
0: Watch it right now after this. It's a good one. Yeah. Speaking of another good one, the Loki trailer dropped, and I gotta Woo! say, that was. It's the most movie-looking show I've ever seen, and and I mean, all the other Disney Plus shows look like movie. Well, not the Mandalorian, but the two <laughs> Marvel, the two Marvel shows do look like a movie quality, mm-hmm. and this looked like an amazing movie with a with a big star like Tom Hiddleston playing a character that he like has mastered. Mm-hmm. Um, George, what do you think about the? I Hobo did,
2: I did, I did watch this one. This one I did watch, and you're right, Jay, it does look like a movie, like. I don't want to say it kind of like it shits on these shows, but the, that, that trailer like shit on a lot of these sh- like shows out here like, I don't know, it, it was like another level to the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and all the uh, WandaVision, it looked crazy
0: mm-hmm. and you have
2: Owen Wilson in it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> 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 so I don't know. It looks badass. The fact that they're they're gonna do the, the timeline thing and how they show that little chart and it splits mm-hmm. off. Yeah. They gotta go. Uh I don't know. It's, I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited.
0: Yes. Yes. Frank, what about you? Oh
3: man, I, I'm I'm excited as hell. Like there was a scene where on Wilson on Owen Wilson's character showing Loki. All the different like timelines being all fucked up and stuff, and I'm I'm seeing I'm like oh snap, X Men, Fantastic Four. I'm just like thinking all the possibilities seeing that clip because like that was that wasn't in the previous trailers that no, that no, scene. No. So, and like the 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 I couple vibe between Owen Wilson and Loki and Tom 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 Hiddleston. Like it's it's funny. Like there was a scene where he's like, "Uh, you can trust me." He's like, and then Owen was like. Literally, you said that 50,000 times in your life and every single time you've screwed the person over. He's like, no, but you can be just this time around. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll never do it again. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll never do it again. Like, it's just like, I can't wait to see the, the odd couple vibe between those two characters, man. Like it's mm-hmm. Owen Wilson was born to play these type of roles. So I can't wait to see what transpires and, and how this, how this um, plays out in the MCU as far as bringing in, you know, different characters and different um, timelines all together.
1: Mm-hmm. Multiverse. Listen, it's the multiverse. We're gonna get into it. It's gonna be fantastic. One scene that from the trailer that I thought was really interesting was Loki somehow is dropped into like this this little office, and this dude has like a pile of paper, and and he says, I need you to sign, sign that you've said all these things in the last however many years. And and Loki says, That's absurd. And then like you see the printer, you know, and <laughs> printer doing its thing and the guy like puts a new piece of paper on top and okay i'm like wow like to have that kind of job for eternity presumably that fucking sucks <laughs> so, so
3: here's my question the, the the TVA, the time variance alliance or whatever they're called mm-hmm. you've seen all the, you've seen all these um not global threats but universal threats like thanos like all these other villains you just sitting there and just letting this shit just happen? Like, I don't, I'm I'm so confused by this. Like, like Thanos is literally Thanos literally played with time in
2: Endgame. Exactly. And like
3: you didn't pull Thanos, you didn't snatch him out of out of the middle of his fight and and, and 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 talk to him and like sat him down and punished him for it.
2: I thought the exact same thing, Frank. Was right? just, so, I was like, where the fuck have y'all been? <laughs>
0: they, they got
2: a nice Endgame, Endgame to do, by bro. itself. Endgame by itself was such a like a clusterfuck of just like Alternate realities and all that shit. So, what what were they doing? In
3: game, Ant Man. Uh, you know, it, it goes on and all the uh, uh, all these movies play with time and, and multiverse. Doctor Strange, like the TVA didn't show up in that one time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they existed. Did yeah, you, I didn't either.
3: Have, I, I have never, heard I never heard of the. I never heard these What guys about in the they, comics? Yeah, they're in the comics, but I never heard of them. I never, I never, I never read up on them. Uh, that might be a Nathan question. Oh, okay. well,
0: well, maybe like in the MCU, they were created because of what happened in Endgame.
2: You know what
3: I'm saying?
0: Okay, then, maybe okay, that's what it was. Then that, that yeah. would make sense. If because it afterwards, you know, they went back in time to 2012 to the first Avengers movie, and that's where Loki escaped because mm-hmm. the Loki in the actual MCU timeline obviously died in Infinity yeah. War. So right. I, I bet they're going to explain that because of what happened, you know, with the Tesseract in Endgame. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's how we got here. So. But okay.
1: to to ultimately find out Loki's role in fixing all these timelines. I mean, you're you're messing with the god of mischief. I mean, it's not going to go in your favor. I'm almost a thousand so why, percent positive. Okay. Well, I
2: guess mm-hmm. we're gonna have to wait till the show comes up. Like, why why would he help them? Like, there has to be something in it for him, right? Like, they'll do something. No, he's for him, he's or? the
1: one who used a tesseract to escape imprisonment so
0: oh well, clearly uh, that didn't work <laughs> I, i'd say prob- probably free disney plus for life that's probably yes what they're offering yes so
3: so quick question everybody is loki yes or no does loki show up in Thor: love
0: and thunder in a couple of years i don't say why not maybe I'm i hope so
1: sure. i hope so i hope
0: so but there's been so like because they're filming that movie right now mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of reports about people who are there like even surprised people who were there and he has not been one of the people mentioned now, maybe, you know, who knows, maybe they'll do something with him different, like remotely, or I don't know, but
3: now I read something that there was a John, a John Konzitsky sighting as Dr. Strange is filming of Dr. Strange too.
0: That could make sense. Yeah. Be so. cool. Because there's talk that yeah. Russell Crowe's going to Russell Crowe's going to be in love and thunder. Yeah as like mm-hmm. a surprise character
1: Mhm. i also saw something about scarlett johansson voicing um a character in thor 3 oh. so uh, okay. which is going to be interesting i mean you're going to bring back someone who in a as a previous character died you know how are you gonna i don't know we'll see
2: yeah so I have a question: Is the Loki show going to be the last show of the year on Disney Plus, or what? What other shows are this mm-hmm. year? You,
1: know,
3: you, you still got you still got Miss Marvel and Hawkeye that, that comes out this okay. year as well. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think
0: I think What If is somewhere this down year? the line. I don't know if it's this year, but it honestly, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. So what, what's Miss Marvel? Who, who
3: Kamala Khan? She's she's the the first Middle Eastern. Um, Superhero that's been casted to play a hero in in, in MCU, so she's she held ha- she holds the mantle of Miss Marvel as well. She was created like maybe like eight nine years ago. Well,
2: like um, what do you mean? Like n- any relation to Captain Marvel or anything? Or
1: n- what? Well, not as name? far as
3: like direct re- relation, but she does have the mantle of Miss Marvel, um, in 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 the uh, in the show. So she's a she's part the Young Avengers. So okay. you know a lot, a lot of these shows that she have already. Kind of like showing hints of Young Avengers, like you know, you had, you had uh, Isaiah Bradley's, uh, Eli, uh, Eli Brad Bradley, son. yeah, and then you had Speed and Wokin and Wanda Vision. I think that I think they're showing these little nuggets to create a Young Avengers movie somewhere down the line. And okay. Miss Marvel, that Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel is on the Young Avengers. So,
0: yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming from Marvel this year. Um, okay, the final trailer. It's Space Jam. A new legacy. Now, I got to say, this is not a movie I would pay to see, but once again, it's an HBO Max movie that'll be out in July. I, You know what? I'm not the biggest LeBron guy, but I, I like the trailer. I thought it was interesting. Which i be surprised by that. I, yeah. I think you'll hate it. because no, it, it was- I, I liked it. What y'all, What y'all think about it? Did, Brittany, did you see it?
1: No. <laughs> 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 like- okay. So no, I... once again, like
0: your, your, your quote of the trailer will be like, no. <laughs> you know, you saw it?
2: I saw it. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think it's not going to be as good as the original one, but I'm, oh. I'll watch it. Like it's just like a part of my childhood. So yes, I'll watch it.
3: I, I, I will say it is. I think LeBron's a better actor than Michael Jordan. So I think,
0: yeah. I think he has a shot.
3: Now, as far as the story, I am intrigued with some of the characters. I know Don Cheadle's in it, and he's playing yeah. the guy. That, he plays that the bad cool guy. Cool I'm, I'm pretty
2: excited to see Don Cheadle. Seeing a digital Don Cheadle. That's yeah. cool. no,
3: I mean,
0: So who's in it? Clay Thompson's in it? Right? You know, they didn't really show the other NBA players besides LeBron.
2: Yeah, they didn't show it. I, know,
0: I think I know they did. Year, well, Clay Thompson is one of the...
2: And I think Damian Lillard is the gold guy that was doing the but, dribbling and
0: shit. You know, all the Goon Squad guys, they don't look like Their NBA counterparts. I mean, you're right. They there are NBA players who are going to be in this movie, but the trailer does not in any way go. Oh, this is Anthony Davis, or this is you know Damian Lillard. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like you know, yeah, like in the original one, you know, you knew that was Patrick Ewing, that's Charles Barkley, that's Sean Bradley and Muggsy Bogues, and, and so. Yeah, I um. I like the trailer. Um, it looks like I mean, it's it's a crazy. Story because like LeBron, him and his son get like lost in the Matrix basically. And in the trailer, did y'all notice this how he flies through Westeros? Like yeah, he, I saw he that. flies he flies the through the opening of Game of Thrones. Yeah, like I, I did. There's I all did. these, like there's all these like Warner Brothers properties. Like, I mean, like, you know, King Kong. It's almost like, and I haven't seen this movie, but I've seen the trailer. Uh Ready Player One. Have y'all seen yeah. Ready Player One? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's almost similar to that. Like LeBron's like in this world where there's all these characters like King Kong's in there and the Flintstones are there and all these like (laughs) Hanna-Barbera cartoons and Bugs Bunny, of course. And um, I
1: don't know.
0: I thought that was was kind of interesting. And then there's a part where, and this is definitely a, I, I, I appreciate LeBron for like taking a dig at himself because they show him he's like, he's trying to recruit a team to beat the goon squad. He has to beat the goon squad to get his kid back from this matrix. Right. And it shows like his like draft board. He has like Superman number one. He has Gandalf on there. Like he has the most powerful characters in the you know Warner Brothers universe. And it, it's just kind of funny because obviously LeBron's known for building super teams so that he can. You
1: know, <laughs> does he like, have? Does he have Harry Potter? Does he have Harry Potter on he the list? He doesn't have
0: Harry Potter. He has like Iron Giant, what the fuck? The Superman, Iron Giant. Yeah. Gandalf. There's like one other. There's four names on the on the chart. So so disappointed now i really I won't know.
2: watch
1: this movie
0: I, <laughs> i'll watch it yeah I'll, i'm gonna watch it
2: so i'm watching any hbo max like direct to like the movie ones i watched godzilla dude like oh <laughs> we're, we're about to talk I about said, that i said what? i wasn't gonna do it i i watched it i wasn't mad at it like it it it's a terrible te- it was bad but I like the action. I like the fighting scenes. I don't know. I like the so, fight scenes, dude. So, George,
3: spoiler alert, who, who wins the fight between, the, between those dude, two? I the don't team. know. Because, like,
2: honestly... <laughs> here's we the, all lose, honestly. Everyone we lost. Lose. We, we lose our time. But... <laughs> <laughs> but so, here, here's what happens.
1: I didn't. I didn't watch it.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying it, we either. would. Uh, okay. So, Kong and Godzilla fight, right? Godzilla beats the shit out of Kong. And then Godzilla gets beat up by Mega Godzilla, which is the fucking uh, the metal Godzilla. It's a fucking robot. Godzilla gets a b- shit beat out of him. And then Kong has to come help him and beat <laughs> the shit out of the other one. So it makes no sense. So it's a tie? I don't well, know.
0: You're also not mentioning the fact that in the middle of the movie, they travel to hollow Earth, which is like a, another, another <laughs> I Earth... Want, I didn't want to mention that. Another Earth within our Earth, where the humans to travel there they're in spaceships like the second i saw spaceships i'm like i'm that was done like that's this is all that was very dumb i'm not kidding y'all this is one of the worst movies i've ever seen Like <laughs> i've Justin, like but it wasn't as bad as the other ones that's the craziest thing for me no i think it's honestly it's one of the worst movies i've ever seen like <laughs> I, like i i've never like there are a few movies i've hated more watching and it's it's way up
1: there. Like I did not know. One of enjoy, them being Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. To I, which I, Justin said, said it was
0: better. I never said it, it was before. better.
1: And I hate that
0: movie. I hate that movie with every, you know,
1: fiber of your so being fiber
0: of my body. But the thing about the Godzilla movie, it's just so it's so dumb. Like it's so <laughs> like to me, like, okay, I like the monsters. Like it like okay, the people are so annoying. Yes. And you just gotta get rid of the people. Yes. Like everybody knows they they're thought, annoying. That'd be great. Yeah, just like get rid of them. But,
3: but I, I guess I guess my thing, what I don't understand is that why do you keep making these guys Godzilla King Kong movies if they're so terrible? Like, like for, for what for what I've read, it's been this one worth. made
0: money though. This one made a lot of money.
3: Oh, did this? Yes. make money.
0: Yeah, it it? yeah, really. I'm not kidding. It did. Yeah, people are wow. watching it, and it made money in theaters. So
1: I think it surpassed. Wow. So you're risking of you're
2: risking catching COVID. A, for watching this damn movie? Damn, that's worse than the Rangers game, dude.
0: <laughs> right? No, the <laughs> Rangers game was far worse.
2: That was pretty bad.
0: <laughs> you're, not, you're not going to a theater with like forty thousand people there. That's true.
3: That's true. Yeah, the, the theaters are the theaters are um, have a capacity limit. I I I, I I I I will say this though: nobody is worth seeing in the theaters. The action in that movie is dope.
0: Nobody, and yeah, it, it
3: was literally, like me and like three of the people in the movie, in the movie, oh, movie yeah. that, that Thursday afternoon. It's it's really what we're seeing.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till that comes out onto uh Amazon. Oh, kicks ass yeah. in that
3: movie, man. He really does.
2: That
0: looks
1: nice. Yeah, I do want to check out that movie, I just <laughs> won't go to the theater for it.
0: But you know, like what George said, the, the action in Godzilla and Kong, like the actual fighting is pretty cool. That's I'll give it. him that. Everything it, it, else it is, is but everything else is so bad and like. To me, it's like whenever you have these larger than life, massive monsters, that's all you need. You don't need to like fly spaceships into like hollow earth. But that was just such like a crazy, like it reminded me of I don't know if y'all saw the last Jurassic Park movie. It's like Lost World 2 yes, or Lost yes, Kingdom. I, yes, yes. I mean that movie is Fallen just so... Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Sorry. Like yeah. I mean that movie, they're like e- So they clone. uh, So now, like, there's a dinosaur kid, a person who's also a dinosaur. Like,
1: (laughs) you know, spoiler. In case anyone hasn't spoiler, but like,
0: I'm saving you time. So actually, I was
3: confused on that. So, so she was made of 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 the dinosaur DNA. The girl that died back in the day and combined with Don's DNA as well. They cloned her into like a
0: dinosaur person. Yeah.
3: That went over that went over my head. I I didn't know what the hell was going on. She's
1: she like walks you around.
0: know. While I was watching these movies, I was thinking I was like, man, what what's the worst franchise like? And I was like, you know, Transformers is pretty bad. although there's there's six movies, two of them are actually okay. There's six movies. There's six movies. Yeah, six Yeah, because my Wabbler my Warbur was in two of them. Is in two? And those are two of the worst. And yeah. then you have like Bumblebee, Bumblebee or something.
3: And then Shia LaBeouf was in what three of them? Three, three of them. yeah. Three,
1: he was in the first uh, three.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's Shia LaBeouf 3, Wahlberg 2, and then Bumblebee's other one. Honestly, yeah. I love the first one. I thought it was I good. I do too. The first one's I like good. the first one. And yeah. Bumblebee is good also. Yeah. I separate. haven't seen Bumblebee. I, I kind of like all three. I like all, I like all the like movies. The first three? Okay. Yeah. LaBeouf. But I think that's a bad franchise. Jurassic Park is pretty bad outside mm. of Jurassic Park. Outside the first one, the rest of those movies are not great. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: That one's up there. And then these this is probably number one, dude, of the worst yeah, ones for sure. I mean,
0: I like Kong Skull Island, but the, the other three movies to me are terrible. Like, I, I'll never watch these movies ever again. There's no
3: way. I I had no idea that. So, is Kong a spinoff from from, uh, from Godzilla? Is he a spinoff from that, from that? series? Well, I
0: mean, it's all it's all called like the Monster Verse, and so like there was a Godzilla movie first The
1: Monster the and then
0: and then the, the sequel was a Kong movie. And then the third movie was Godzilla fighting like all the other monsters.
2: That one was fucking awful,
0: dude. Oh my! That's God. that one was pretty bad. King, King of
2: the Monsters movie, oh,
3: yeah, a, King of the
0: Monsters. Yeah. And then it led up to this, where it's Godzilla versus Kong. So who's the bad guy between Kong and Godzilla? The
1: director. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> the director. Yeah, he's he's the enemy of the people.
3: That's now, it's, good, that was pretty good, That was pretty good.
0: It's one of those movies where. I mean, I knew going in, like, there's not going to be a decisive winner between Godzilla or Kong. It's like yeah. Batman, Superman. Like, they're not going to, like, they're going to fight, but in the end, they're going to have to fight something else because you can't mm-hmm. have Batman kill Superman or Superman kill Batman.
1: And from my understanding, that this movie that just premiered leaves it open for a sequel.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I
1: mean, the story is yeah. like never ending, much like the best well, of the series. Why are
3: they but fighting? But uh, this this more, this more enough
1: Earth. Because there one. can only it's- be one.
2: Yeah, supposedly. That's really what it is. Exactly. There's only supposed to be, like, one alpha. Like, which one is stronger? Like, one of them is supposed to be the alpha. That's it. Uh, That's the whole
0: point. But the problem with the movie is they're both protectors of the world. But then, like, Godzilla starts destroying the world because apparently he knows that, like, another Godzilla is being created.
2: The mechanical Godzilla.
0: From from the skull of another monster. There's a dude sitting in a skull and there's, like, there's like wires everywhere and he's got a playstation uh, vr headset on and he's controlling this mecha godzilla i this is not i'm not trying this to this is like funny.
1: pacific rim i mean if they're gonna like yeah, then no, merge it with pacific rim and then these damn movies basically. oh my god
0: that's an idea honestly that's probably a better idea
1: than uh i think it's a terrible idea i didn't care for pacific, pacific
0: rim got, so I, I didn't see the movies honestly i know there's two of them I, i've never oh, seen hey, them, wait, so. that might be the worst series of all of them rim. really okay yeah, there's two
3: of them Damn. One came yeah. out in thirteen, other one came out, I want to say in eighteen. Yeah. I mean, never like watched that.
1: it. You're not missing out. Pretty bad. I actually
3: put up to the first one. Mm. In the theaters.
0: Yeah. You know what is really good? That's Invincible on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And uh I know uh Brittany and Frank, y'all haven't watched the series yet, but uh but George has caught up on it. In fact, he got caught up last week. The, the George, what do you day. think about yeah, what do you think about uh Invincible?
2: It's good, man. Like, the first, honestly, the first episode is the best episode. It's everything since then. It's been slowly, like, I feel like it's taken a, a while to, like, get to the point. Like, what, what, why, what happened and all this stuff. But the first, if the, the first episode definitely hooked me. I was like, yo, what the fuck is yeah. this? It's a, it's a crazy show. It's definitely boys-esque. Like, I, I can see that. It's definitely like that.
0: Yeah, I think the the one hurdle that maybe maybe Brittany Frank and other people have is the fact that it's animated. Yeah, but uh, just because it's—I mean—I'm not the biggest animated guy, but uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty graphic violence, you know. The language is not for yeah. kids for sure. Like it's it's an adult theme show and. I mean, the cast is amazing. There's that's like an, yeah, that's so many an, famous people that are. That's so
2: crazy is the the actors that they have playing some of these characters. It's people you know from everywhere. Mm.
0: Yeah. And like the boys, it's a series on Amazon that drops like new episodes come out on Friday, but then oftentimes they come out Thursday night. So mm. it's I like it because I can watch it Thursday night and then I can watch the Falcon Winter Soldier on Friday. So it works yeah. out works out pretty well okay guys the final final thing we're talking about i don't know if y'all are aware of this but this month is the 10-year anniversary of a little show called game of thrones it's the iron anniversary so i'm gonna ask y'all how are y'all gonna celebrate the iron anniversary what show is that (laughs) um only the biggest show ever game of thrones this show (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, show. well our that show. show that show was the reason why we started this that's show true.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true
1: so we do have to kind of pay a little bit of respect to it but not a lot
2: oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I don't care they ruined that show for me uh, I'm Glad yeah. i'm glad we were able to make this show to shit on that show
1: <laughs> yeah i I'm, I'm not celebrating whatsoever i mean i do have like actual game of Thrones themed wine or you know alcohol or whatever which i keep because it's pretty in the bottle i, yeah. I might actually open it one day and drink it but um yeah i'm not not doing anything and i do have like the collector's um box set you know that's just sit there for display but i
2: have doing anything have it. any of you watched the show since the since yeah the a couple times yeah, really
1: not not the whole like like the whole from start to finish i mean it's just kind of like sporadic episodes you know just yeah. from different anybody seasons.
3: else i'm actually I watching haven't. season seven what's that i'm actually watching season
1: seven okay okay before Jesse. it got shitty okay <laughs> you
0: know i haven't i haven't rewatched it since season eight but it's not because i don't want to I, i'm gonna watch it again eventually it's just there's so much other stuff to watch so much new stuff to watch that it, to me it's like if i jump into this it takes away from other stuff um yeah i mean i mean I, the, like i understand like how it ended obviously no one liked it no, well
1: some people did
0: most hmm. people did though.
1: some I mean, people like, who don't know any better
0: yeah but i mean <laughs> most people were like come on man like that's that's how you're in this show yeah um but i mean the oh. thing about the show you, you gotta respect the fact that it it flew so high for so long like it, it fucking
2: crashed
0: yeah it crashed <laughs> but like no show ever flew as high as Game of Thrones you know like it soared you know out of you know to outer yeah. space like it, it was basically going to Hollow Earth to save King Kong <laughs> thank god um, it
1: didn't go to outer space I probably would have lost my shit if it did yeah
0: also by the way the sirens are on my end because I'm uh, wanted by the law Whoa, So they're, they're tracking me like uh, Winter Soldier style uh, Frank what do, you, what do you think about then? Game of Thrones the, the 10 year anniversary what's your thoughts Um,
3: I can't believe it's been 10 years first off that's that's crazy I remember I think I jumped in right at the end of season 3 I remember it like it was yesterday and for it to be 10 years later from the first episode is amazing and to answer your question to celebrate I'm going to have relations with somebody's sister <laughs> uh, Jamie and Cersei's oh my God. character <laughs>
0: but not your sister. No, not my sister. No. Okay. No, no.
3: <laughs>
0: not, not, not my sister. Good Lord. I mean, no, no shade, but I wouldn't announce it on a very popular <laughs> podcast like this one. <laughs>
3: oh, my oh I mean,
1: man. Yeah.
2: Some, somebody else's sister does not related to me. Oh, say. man.
1: God. Stop walking around. That's a great dad. way to end this show, yeah. Justin. <laughs> but no,
0: I, I do. And I haven't even done this myself, but I, I've heard that. Um, you haven't had relations you, with your sister? Oh Wait. my God. <laughs> I, don't have a, I, don't I know have a you sister. don't have a sister. Yeah. I know. I know. No, uh, what I was going to say is um, so HBO Max has a special section on the platform for the 10 year anniversary. I have not checked it out oh. myself. So I don't know. Apparently, there's like curated lists of like. Hey, if you're a beginner, here's like a get to know the characters. Or if you want to watch the bloodiest episodes, or mm-hmm. if you love dragons, I haven't checked it out. So I can't really say, you know, if it's cool or not, but I do like the fact that they're doing something. If you like love
1: that. inbreeding, here are the episodes to
0: watch. <laughs> there could be, there could be like, <laughs> I mean, why not?
1: I'm just saying you know, that's, that might... a... That's, that's a thing for people.
0: It from is. arkansas
1: yeah
2: <laughs> at, at, that's exactly what I was, I was like we're looking at you alabama
0: <laughs> roll, roll tide <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, man. In alabama. oh man <laughs> so besides arkansas and alabama Brittany, how can people from the other states find us on social media <laughs>
1: Oh man. Well, if they choose to uh follow us because we are the greatest podcast that you know please ever do. existed. Um <laughs> please do follow us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on our show. Um you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well as YouTube. We do have a channel. Be sure to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and if you're not into video podcasts, that's cool. We also Luna wants to tell you that we're also on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Thanks to Anchor.fm, where they make it super easy for us to launch a podcast. Be sure to give us a five-star rating. It really helps us out. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, um, whatever relations you have. Frank, I'm talking to you. Um, also, uh, just let us know what you want us to review in the future. You can use the hashtag Basement on Twitter to uh, let us know.
0: Thank you, Brittany. So for Brittany, Frank, and George, this is Justin signing off, saying we will see you next week for Episode 4 of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. See ya.